Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, the White House is working to broker a deal and keep some 60,000 freight train engineers on the job and avert a rail strike as soon as Friday. That kind of strike would create huge problems around the nation and right here in North Texas. On today's Ask the Expert, we're joined by KRLD business analyst David Johnson. David, uh, what is going on here and how big would this be for North Texas if the strike continues? Well, it's gigantic. I mean, the whole reason we're here, I mean, we're, we're not we're the largest landlocked city, I think, in the in the world. And the whole reason we're here is because we're, we're a railhead and really still are. I, I'm telling you, if you've ever had the, the, the pleasure of flying over Alliance Airport, you see what looks like an orchestra, you know, a finely tuned orchestra sort of playing together. You see all these Burlington Northern Santa Fe uh, trains coming in full of containers and then these big robots sort of lift them off and meanwhile there's a steady stream of trucks that that you know queue through and pick up the stuff and then in some cases some of that stuff is taken off into warehouses and alliance but it's completely disrupted and inside are all of your christmas presents right and all of your winter clothing and everything else. So, and it just starts backing up. Why does it get to the last minute before they decide they're going to reach a deal? It's the way it always is. I mean, you, you always put it off into the last minute. I mean, prima facie, unions pick a time like this. Now, they can't just capriciously strike whatever they want to. But you try to time it if you're going to do it when it will have, well, when you have bargaining strength. And right now you've got a lot of bargaining strength. You know, we have supply chain problems already. You've still got a lot of demand for goods because people are working and they're making money and they want to buy stuff. So this is the time that, 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 you know, that management is vulnerable. And so you've got these 12 unions, actually two separate divisions of one, and nine of them have pretty well signed off. The others haven't. The IAM, which is just the toughest group in the world, it's the um, the International Association of Machinists and Aerospace Workers. I remember them with, when Braniff was trying to keep flying, and they wouldn't let him fly. Uh, they voted against it, so they're not going to go along with it. And we could have now the outcome is probably one of four things. We get a stoppage completely, or we get a deal. Or Congress comes in and intervenes, or we get, you know, the ball kicked on down the road for a little while, the can kicked on down the road for a while, and we put it off a week or two, which probably is the most likely. Congress intervening is a tough thing because, you know, a lot of these, you know, the Democrats don't want to cut a deal because a lot of these are big Democratic supporters. So it's, it's, it's an awkward situation. Now, do we know the specifics of these negotiations? No. I, no, we won't. I, and it's, you know, it's money and time and bonuses and, and that sort of thing. And it's, you know, whatever you can trot out that they'll doing. I would think that the unions, of course, trying to get 12 different unions to speak with one voice is tough. But, but by and large, I mean, they know what they want and management knows what they want to give. And, you know, hopefully they can, they can come back together. Like I say, Congress can mandate they yeah. go back to work, but that's probably... The is this, least effective thing you, you get. Is this a similar situation to what happened with the air traffic controllers in the 80s? Yeah, we've seen it. Yeah, it, it is. And and in this in that case, if you remember, Reagan fired them all. 
Well, that's a tough thing to do when you've got 60,000 people that you've got to replace and, and they don't have the expertise. And then meanwhile, what happens to the supply chain? You know, you, you, you gave some, and, and, and I guess it was Andrew who was giving some great examples, but, but you know, Union Pacific has already said, we're going to stop bulk commodity shipments tomorrow. Now, the strike in presumably until Friday, but we're going to start it tomorrow because what we can't have is a bunch of soybeans sitting on a sideline someplace spoiling. And Amtrak has already said the long-haul trips, you know, from Chicago to Dallas or Dallas to L.A. or New York to Chicago have been cut off. And the reason is that Amtrak only controls the tracks that are up there in the Northeast. Everything else is, you know, Burlington, Northern Santa Fe or Union Pacific or something like that. And they don't have any control on that. And so then you'd have a bunch of people sitting on the sideline waiting. Well, David Johnson, thank you so much. We appreciate it. That is uh, KRLD business analyst David Johnson on today's Ask the Expert. Don't forget you can download our podcast, Ask the Expert North Texas. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 